Let's get ready to wrinkle! I, uh, I got to tell you gentlemen something. Really? Oh. Yeah. Um, this doesn't sound like good news. Something I don't often like to do is uh, sell things. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not because I'm a hoarder per se, although anything that I could you know perceive as being useful in the future, oftentimes I will want to hold on to, granted, but not to the point where I'm like, you know, this bread wrapper could be used to pick up dog poop for a dog I don't <laughs> own. It's not like that. Not a pack rat. Okay, no, no. Gotcha. But, right. uh, but yeah, I like to hold on to things, but that's not really the issue here. The issue, the reason why I don't like to sell things, I'm uh, not a fan of, what's the word, people? Oh, yeah. Necessarily. Mm, okay. As, yeah. As, sounds especially because uh, there's always when you sell something to a friend, there's the, there's a business transaction involved. Mm, yeah. And you're like, I hope I didn't screw over my friend because this thing that I sold them it works perfectly well. If it breaks tomorrow, I'm gonna feel like a jerk. Right. So there's that. Then there's selling things to strangers. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Even worse for you. Oh, so today we, uh, I got, I got a new mower. Had to sell the mower. Had to sell the old oh, one. yeah, yeah. I saw that on uh, the old Facebook. Yep. Kind of. And we got a new couch, so or a, a new used couch for the studio. So I had to get rid of the uh, one other one that was taking up space. Uh, all right. So we're selling these two things, and you know we're doing the Facebook Blitz because Craigslist gets a little too spammy, and there's yeah. all these, you know there's all these local groups on Facebook. You get a lot of weirdos, yeah, yeah. Right. killers, yeah, like yeah, murderers, <laughs> yeah. And so we. Uh, we got on there and I post these things to sell. And then, you know, my wife's like, I'm going to post them to sell too. And someone inevitably reaches out and says, I want to buy it for this much. And we're like, yeah, okay. And they're like, and I can't be there until this time. And you're like, and so for me, I've been through this, I guess enough ish to say, if it's still here at that time, you can have it for that amount. You know, that's how I roll. Whereas my wife goes, yeah, I'll hold it. So what happened was they didn't show up right at that time. So then my wife, there was, (laughs) there were other people trying to outbid the person who had, she'd already agreed to sell it to, Uh to the point where it was above the asking price, Mm. you know? And, uh, and so she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You can buy it. Just come out and get it right now. So, and then she's like, and I got to go get my hair did. And I'm like, oh, criminy. That's how she so talks. you got to deal with it, yeah. huh? Yeah, she did. She snapped and she like twisted her neck around. I got to get my hair did, and uh, she she rolls out to go get her hair done, and I'm sitting there, you know, waiting for people to show up to take, you know, not only the uh, the riding mower which I officiated the transaction of, but also the couch that she officiated the <laughs> transaction of. And Yay. yeah, and so basically, you know, the person who wants to buy the riding mower is like, I don't have a ramp. Do you have a ramp? And I'm like, no, I don't take it off any sweet jumps. <laughs> like three feet air that's yeah but they got to get it in the back of their pickup all right right right. and so i'm like yeah we can probably you know if you got a couple of strong backs we can get it lifted up in the back of a pickup no big deal and uh so anyway i'm sitting there and these people pull up in the van they file out very nice people and they're looking at it and they're like yeah we talked to her blah 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 and i said okay so the price you agreed on was this right and they're like yeah i'm like okay and she's like is that okay i said well there was a bit of a bidding war when you didn't show up right away and so there might be some other people involved, but I know that you're the first one she promised it to, so I'm going to sell it to you at that price. No problem. You know, I'm cool. Okay. okay. And then this, like, 
really pimped out, jacked up pickup truck comes rolling down. And I mean, this thing's like bumper is at my shoulder height. Oh, no. Did I have truck nuts? <laughs> I, I didn't check as it was pulling away, but it, I would assume uh, that it's, it's safe to just for the pain of, for the sake of painting the picture that it probably had truck nuts. Mm. And uh, I'm sitting there going, oh, man. And the kid goes, I hope that's not one of the other people she promised it to. And I said, I really hope it is. And they're like, why? Because I've already taken their money. And I'm like, because I don't want to lift up this mower into the back of that thing. And they start cracking up. And this girl gets out and comes up. She's like, hey, I'm, I'm here for the couch. I'm like, yeah, sorry about that. And I explained what happened. I said, I'm really sorry. I know that's inconvenient for you to come out here. I, I, I really apologize. And she's like, well, um, but I was supposed to get it. Like, she's like waiting for restitution or something. <laughs> so here I am. And my, my, you know, my screaming introvert is like, I want everybody out of my lawn, you know, but. And, 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 oh. and this chick's down there. She's probably like 22. She's got like a hand, a fist on her hip, and she's just like waiting. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you other than I'm really sorry. And so she gets off and she storms off to the truck, you know, and I, I'm assuming she, you know, had a ramp to get into the truck, but uh, because it was taller than her shoulders to, you know, get on the running board. But the dude, uh, one of the guys who's helping to load up the couch, and he goes, she's just cussing you out, man. Do you hear that? I'm like, yeah, I'd rather get cussed out than have to lift lift the tractor up into the back of that. I'm good. And they go they go peeling out down the street just as another pickup comes in with like the struts and shocks are just shot and it's bottomed out and it's just barely off the ground. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. We're going to load the tractor into the back of that thing. So, but here I am just out there and like all these people are driving up to buy my stuff. You know, people are coming by all day long asking the price and stuff like that. You could not be further out of my wheelhouse. You know, than that, like, like you, hey, let's go to Juarez. No, thanks. I don't want to negotiate for like a Coke <laughs> or a kidney. Yeah. Not, not how you want to spend your uh, Friday off. Huh? No, not really. Well, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, hey, uh, welcome to Fly Casual episode number 47. Well, oh, is right. that what we're oh, doing today? I yeah. thought there's a swap meet. No, no. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I could just sit here and go on and on and talk about how, how my day has gone. Uh, <laughs> because, oh, man, my butt is still puckered over this whole thing. Mm. I, I don't spend a lot of time getting cussed out. <laughs> it's not really my thing. <laughs> exactly. Not your favorite pastime? Okay. Not really. Right. So the question then is, why do I do a podcast? But you know what? Our <laughs> listeners have been decidedly lovely. Even those with differing opinions have been exceptional. We talk about they how are. irate fans and, and nerds can get about stuff uh, and us amongst them, but everyone's always very supportive, and that's the great thing about being part of a community. Yes. So, speaking Especially of community, this. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, and over there across town is Mr. Michael J. Archbold. I am still across town, man. That's I wish right. I could have, wish I could have made it tonight, but, uh, you know. Seriously, get your acting gear, Mike. That's I all know. I got to say. I yeah, know. dude. That's all I got to say. Across the, across the retention pond and down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Indubitably. Yes, indeed. Yes, bully. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) And then across the big pond, of course, is Mr. Steve Powell, foreign correspondent of the UK. Joining us once again. Yes. Howdy. Howdy. (laughs) You're fitting right in. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I've been been learning American. (laughs) (laughs) Have you gotten to American 3 yet? Because if you're still in American 1 or 2, you know, you haven't really gotten to like the verb conjugations and things like that. I'm I'm waiting for the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the key is the key is uh, the present participle. Just drop the G and put an apostrophe in instead. Yep. So you know, oh, instead of it. instead of learning, I'm learning. Then okay. then you're there. That's Sounds at that point, it's well. one of us. 
So, <laughs> so hey, what is hey, over in uh, old, old, old jolly old England? Yeah, <laughs> is it that jolly? Really? Yeah. I assume so. You got to be jolly when it rains all the time. <laughs> over there, how much? See, in the United States, we have very few things that we barter for. You know, everything is a fixed price, except for a few industries that are just completely out of control, unchecked, like, you know, cars. GameStop. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> well, you don't barter. I guess you technically can barter in a way, but everything's assigned a fixed value at GameStop. Yeah. You're not sitting there dickering over the price. Well, not. you you could. What, how, Depends on your condition of your thing. Yeah. So. Over there in the UK, how much is how much dickering is there and bartering and things over price rather than just fixed prices? None. None. See, See? <laughs> this is why we're allies. That's right. This, this is a civilized world. This is why our nations get along because we don't have time for the. And see, I was excuse me. I was thinking that the answer might be none, because because the English are known for being exceptionally nice people and queuing. Oh, right. Yeah. And and I would imagine exceptionally nice people don't want to sit there and just look at each other in the eye and going, I'm going to get you. I'm going to screw you over so bad, you know. To be, you know, to be honest, all I know about England is what I've seen in Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good. I don't know if that's a good representation of. A <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we will just like pigs waddling about in farms. <laughs> well, no, come on, not, not everybody's pigs. There's also Susie nah. Sheep. Uh, the Queen's oh, human for some reason. I don't get that. Yes, the Queen is human. <laughs> I don't and, know what that's and all. And Mister Potato is actually a living potato. <laughs> this confuses me to no end. <laughs> But hey, we we well, you guys have watched more Peppa Pig than I have. Oh yeah, we've watched our share. She's got probably like she's got a bunch of episodes that I dumped on her uh, on her little kid tablet. Yeah, and she just watches them over and over again. We have a couple of the storybooks <laughs> we've gotten from like the Scholastic catalogs and stuff like that. And when I read them at night, I do all the voices. <laughs> my, my best one is the narrator. I think I've got the narrator from Peppa Pig down pat. Let's hear it. You I, can't say it. I couldn't it possibly do it. it unless I have one of the storybooks sitting in front of me. I cannot uh, I cannot just channel him, you know, at <laughs> all. But as soon huh? as I'm looking at the pictures, like visually it's all there, just it all just comes flooding in. Just say, oh no, George lost his dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically half the episode. <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> yes, we like Peppa Pig in this household. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Whatsoever. You know, it's funny. We, this happened in the last episode where, where uh, Potter was telling us about his uh, the American television that he watches and how Americanized he is, or maybe it was before we recorded. And yet, at the same time, all we're talking about is British television <laughs> most of the time. It happens uh, that way, I guess. Can we just, like, can you just send your industry over here and we'll send ours over there? Yeah, you can have everything bar Pinewood. That was really the one I was trying to sneak into the deal. I'm not going to lie. No way. No way. You can have everything else but Pinewood. (laughs) Even Downton Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You got my cucumber sandwiches and fine tea. (laughs) And oh, I had another question. I had another question about British television. Go on. How popular is Graham Norton over there? Uh, fairly yeah. popular. Yeah. The, the reason why I ask that is because I'm struck at how 
star okay well it's it's kind of pseudo common knowledge that you know a lot of american tv stars and movie stars there are things that they would never do in america like you know like just a, a commercial for like a drink or like an energy drink or something yeah, like that yeah. but they go to asia you're right. They get paid exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money. Huge, right? And you've got Tommy Lee Jones singing the South Korean anthem. <laughs> you know? And and that's, you know, or just, oh, uh, oh goodness. Anybody, really. I mean, it's, it's Jennifer crazy. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, People exactly. People that you don't see. And, right. Yeah, pimping just yeah. crazy products that they would never, ever do that. Popsicles, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and what I see on, the, uh, the, on Graham Norton, you know, he's on BBC America uh, here, one of our cable channels, yeah. is that he gets... <laughs> They that show gets people to act in a way that they will not act on American television. <laughs> yeah, At all. yeah, there's another show as well. Uh, there's a guy called Alan Carr. Yeah, um, everyone loves going on it because it's a laid back show. And he, when you come onto the show, he pours you an alcoholic drink, and you can basically swear and. <laughs> Oh, I need to watch this. Yeah, I'm liking that. Yeah, we need yeah. this. We need more of this stuff here. The closest yeah. we've got to it is like Chris Hardwick's Nerdist podcast, where yeah. you know people. It, it's funny. Everybody who's on it for the first time, every time, about five minutes into the conversation, they go, "Are we recording this?" Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they have no idea. That? They're so laid back, and you actually get people to tell really cool stories, yeah. and they're so yeah. relaxed. And I'm like, and then I see, yeah, these commercials for Graham Norton, where everybody's just going insane. And I've watched a few episodes, and yeah. It's like, man, people are just willing to do really great stuff that makes all these great, you know, these great uh, video bits and, and clips. And I'm like, yeah. we, if you get someone to even step out of like the marching order on Conan for even half yeah, a step yeah. here, you, you've succeeded. And I'm like, man, I want more of that. I want more of just people just acting stupid. Yeah. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the guests that go on there, they're kind of high profile as well. You know, yeah. they're like, like, on there and uh, Denzel Washington and they they're surprised at how relaxed it is you yeah. know it's like your formal sit down in a suit uh, you know like Conan like you said yeah. Uh, yeah it's all relaxed informal alcoholic drinks and they love it because <laughs> they can relax and just sit down and be themselves you know yeah I always thought that here in the states it's because of well I mean obviously we got I don't know. Our our talk show circuits are very, very reserved and very, you know, there's very, there's def yep. defined borders and processes. I mean, Conan is the most, I think, the most out of the box one, like the one that likes to just goof around the most. Right. Jimmy Kimmel's up there too. Yeah, yeah that's Kimmel, true. Yeah, he can. Yeah. That's true. But they still, still but when there's, there's, a, there's, there's an, an etiquette though, still, yeah, even with those guys. Exactly. There's an etiquette that is not it's not founded in anything. It's just a very yeah. specific brand of etiquette that they can't seem to break out of. Probably, oh, probably no. the, There's oh, literally sorry. no etiquette in these shows. And that's <laughs> what I want. That's what I want to see. I want to see people as real, you know? Yep. Probably the yeah. closest thing is the Hollywood game night where they all go to uh, <laughs> Jane Lynch's house and get yes. drunk and play yeah. games. Jane Lynch's <laughs> quote house end quote. <laughs> yeah. I've actually, you know, Hollywood game night is such one of those like filler shows where it's like, ah, we don't have anything to air because we canceled something. Let's air Hollywood game night. But it's, really enjoyable for that reason you get to see people getting all up in their face like yeah uh who was who's the guy who's on uh blackish i can never anthony oh i know who you're talking about anthony, i can't remember is anthony edwards ah, i can't remember his name but uh and then shirley from community they were on opposing teams and those two were about ready to murder each other <laughs> it was yeah. they just got so competitive and all up in each other's faces i'm like ah, this is i like this this is fun 
So anyway, yeah. enough about all that. Let's talk about some Star Wars, guys. Oh, is that oh, why we're here? Yeah, yeah. Keep that's forgetting. the theory. I keep trying to talk about everything but Star Wars, but you know, <laughs> I've got a sequestered, uh, a sequestered. Is it offensive to call you guys limeys? <laughs> no, I don't. Even type it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I only, I only giggle when we get called yanks. You know. Yeah. I'm like, so yeah. When, when I was in Albuquerque, uh, the person I was staying with said that. Yanks are actually North Americans, like further up north towards Canada way. Yeah. They call them Yanks. Yeah. Whereas we, we just call any Americans Yanks. So The thing <laughs> is, the uh, the term Yankee goes back to when you guys were using it before the South yeah. started using it in the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the South, you know, you had the Yankees and the Reb, Yanks and Rebs, but the the Yankee term comes from well, well before that. So, And it more just referred to, I think, the Colonial Rebellion than anything. I think. I thought it was a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, but none of us like the baseball thing, so <laughs> we just try to pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> we like baseball. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah. Garrick's more of a, a, a left coast team. Yeah, left yeah. coast. Oakland. Yeah. yeah, Oakland boy. I'm going to see my team tomorrow night, gentlemen. Sporting. I'm going to see the Reds. Really? Uh, yeah, going to Cincinnati. Going to hit a Reds game. See some fireworks. All right. Just Hate National League. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was raised on National League. It's funny, is when I moved to Chicago and everybody hated the Cubs. That's the first time I ever paid attention to the American League. I'm like, all right, straight A's. I get to go to a Sox game for free. Let's do it. There you go. Yeah. So anyhow, hey, it's a reviews and rumors podcast. So fair warning, if you're still with us <laughs> at this point, <laughs> uh, it's one of those where we're going to talk about, we're going to be reviewing uh, some comics, Princess Leia number five. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be reviewing Darth Vader number seven. Yeah. And then, of course, we will two? be revel, uh, reveling. We will, yes, we're going to be <laughs> rousing revelry for uh, Star Wars Rebels season two, episode one. Yes. Has yes. hit and landed. And we're going to be talking about that. And then, of course, we're getting into rumors. So be aware that if you are sticking with us, as well you should, we are going to be spoiling the, the crap out of everything. Spoilerific, baby. Yep. Not intentionally, but hey, you know, we're going to let the conversation go where it goes. So if you have sensitive ears, man up, deal with it. <laughs> you know, I always say man up. It's so sexist. We're a bunch of dudes sitting around, you know, but I don't know if I. I don't know well, how to up. make that lady appropriate. Yeah, nut up is a lot better. Wait, women, <laughs> women can men up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, dust off, good. dust them off, ladies. So, <laughs> anyhow, uh, we we want you to stick around and enjoy because remember, uh, although we may be talking about some spoilers and stuff like that, it's all still in good fun. So, and plus, when we get to rumors, we have no idea what we're spoiling. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter, right <laughs> Could there. Could be a spoiler. Yeah. Could, could be. Could not. <laughs> so, in the meantime, let's jump straight into reviews, gentlemen. Reviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got some good ones out this I week. Got, I, yeah, so I got some good comics. Got an excellent show. But uh, let's get the, something out of the way. We mentioned Dark, <laughs> Di- Dark Disciple coming out. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can review that in an appropriate amount of time. Right. Coming out... Or it's already come out probably by this by the time, time you this, hear the cast. Yeah, yeah this cast. So. About a week or so. Yep. So hopefully by Fourth our wall, next to review cast, we will be able to actually review the book. Right. Okay. So Leia number five. Um, uh, this is the uh, last issue in this small five-part series. So <sighs> I decided to give it a little, a little more of a send-off than I normally do since we won't be seeing this around anymore. So... Yeah. I decided to do something that I don't normally do in public. 
I usually <laughs> only do Put in the shower or when I'm alone. <clears throat> and that's, uh, you know, I'm going to sing. So, oh my heavens. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my word. In, so, in the seven, how long have I known you? Sweet mercy, <laughs> I just got really old really fast. Yeah. I have known you for 17 years. <laughs> that means that, I've known right. you for almost half my life. No, I've known you for half my life. That's right. Yeah. You're not that young. I have never heard you <laughs> sing. I don't think ever. No. Well, I, I think it really deserves a send off. They they really let, let me just get into this. And if and if you know this tune, feel free to clap along. That's fine. <laughs> That'll work really right. well now that we're all remote. That'll sound great. <laughs> yeah. It'll be all perfectly timed. Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. You ready? <clears throat> Let's do it. Little ditty about Lenny Vaughn. <laughs> Juices bros from Alderaan. <laughs> Leo was meant to be the queen. Evan's a character that no one's ever seen. <laughs> do, 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 do. Flying around the verse like Thelma and Louise. Piloted by Slustin with a bay of BFGs. Leah say, hey, Empire, fighting isn't my expertise. I'm going to do it like in the books and do some diplomacies. <laughs> oh, yeah, from Alderaan. Planet was vaped, <laughs> but the spirit isn't gone. Say, uh, oh, Whoa. yeah. From Alderaan, <laughs> the planet was vape, but the spirit isn't gone. They fly on, won't let it die, won't let it go. Lee has come back with a sis bro, <laughs> giving inspirational speeches like Bill Pullman. Gonna bring them all down, and they ain't playing around. Okay, everyone, sing out with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, from Alderaan. it was vape, but the spirit is gone. Oh yeah, from Alderaan. The planet was vape, but the spirit isn't gone. Little ditty about Leia and Yvonne. <laughs> Two heroes they are now of Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. Bring, bring it home there with a little cougar. <laughs> bring, it, bring it down home with a, with a little J Cougar. That's right. All right. Oh, man. A little JCM. So this uh, this issue was uh, a little bit better than the last ones, I would say. I mean, Wait, can yeah. we just take a moment so I could recover from what you just did? <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, I- that was beautiful. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks I have for tears in my eye, and I'm not sure why, but they're there. It's the spirit of Alderaan, man. It is. It is. It, it gets to me every it, time. It isn't gone. <laughs> but... You know, obviously, that this is the end of the series. But we see Leia kind of come into her own, I think, as we know her, as the the diplomat and whatnot. Not a lot of action, which was cool. But she kind of gives a speech, like, a la Independence Day, like Bill Pullman. Oh, great. She, did she get up on, like, a, the hood of a truck or something like that? No, she, she got into, like, the bridge of a, a ship or something and started talking to the whole fleet, like, you know, hey, you know, we got to... We're just this ragtag crew, but we can bring them all down and, you know, all this stuff. But <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I think the art was probably the most consistent it's been since this uh, series has started. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, uh, Mike, you read it, right? What'd you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, you're kind of hitting the, the main point that I had on it was that it's, you know, 
it's not action Leia. I mean, she's doing a little bit of actiony stuff. I mean, at the beginning, um, when uh, essentially, if you remember the last issue, she was surrendering herself, you know, in exchange for a prisoner or, you know, from right. that the empire had held. And, and there's a scene at the beginning where, uh, she's looks like she's getting ready to, you know, exchange herself. And then Yvonne comes down with that BFG and <laughs> takes everybody out. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, yeah, it's like, and then, ah, so that there's a little bit of action, but, uh, but yeah, the, I thought it was interesting that she pretty much kind of admits that ah, action's not my thing. Diplomacy's really where, you know, where I have it. So, um, I, I just have to wonder if that's what they, where they had intended to go or if they were getting such backlash from <laughs> the prior, the prior issues that they, uh, because this one actually came out, um, a week or so later than it was. That's right. Scheduled. Yeah, that's right. So, Maybe Mark um, Wade listens to our podcast. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I, we can't be the only ones that, that have, have noticed. Yeah. This, you I know, know, I don't know because here's the thing. The thing about the the thing about the the fandom, I don't know. Internet commenters are one thing, but if you're actually talking about people who are getting together to record, boy, we do we we go out of our way to question the uh, decision making skills. I think that more than a lot of other a lot yeah. of other groups do, because like, like you said, the community tends to be pretty supportive overall. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know how many dissenting voices there are, and there's a reason actually why I'm saying that. Having watched uh, Jedi again recently. I felt like I had maybe too heavily discounted Leia's run and gunness because I think of Leia more in the New Hope and the Empire fashion for whatever reason, and then how she behaved in the Legends, which of course was more politics and diplomacy yeah, than anything. Right. Mm-hmm. In Jedi, Leia is kind of madcap. You yeah. know, like I mean, when they're when they're, they're jumping on the 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 uh, speeder, the bikes, speeder yeah. bikes, and she just goes running and getting on, and and Luke's yeah. like, no, Luke's Leia, like, wait, ah, criminy, because she's just yeah. like, I'm on, you know, yeah, sure, and, and stuff like that, like you know, she's got the the blaster and she's taking out dudes left and right at the sure. at the blast doors to the to the shield generator bunker and all that stuff. She's really kind of a she's kind of up and at them throughout. I mean, even. Even she's not afraid. She's not afraid to jump into it. No, I mean, d- d- first off, let's not forget she choked out Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> she did, true, right? You're right. She yeah. was the uh, the the laser cannon on the top, the blaster cannon on the top of the barge. She's just going to town with that thing, you know, and mm-hmm. then helping blow helping blow the thing up with Luke's instruction and stuff like that. I mean, she really in that specific movie. She yeah. really was kind of, I mean, yeah, she was down to business and, you know, into the garbage chute flyboy in episode yeah. four, but <laughs> right. in Jedi, she was almost more that than anything else. You uh, know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of how the, I guess the story went, but yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, good observation for sure. I have but, been, uh, I've been, I, I think the loudest <sighs> dissenting voice against this comic in to the point where I don't even want to read them. <laughs> but I felt like after watching Jedi that I was like, you know what? Uh, turnabout's fair play. I got to give it some. It's fair due. Well, I like I said, I think in this last issue they kind of they kind of address that a little bit, and uh, you know, it's it's polished on a turd. 
you know, I mean, <laughs> for, for the overall series. So I mean, spit out my ice take, take it for what it's worth. Yeah. I think we were we were texting. I said it's like finding a zero bar on a pile of crap. Right. I mean, yeah. Z- right. Zero bar is still a candy bar, technically. Yeah, but it's not right. a very good one. It's like the but, worst one. But, it's the yeah, worst you find it on a pile of crap. Yeah, it's like mm, okay, that was unfortunately so. a very very poignant uh, metaphor. <laughs> you know, a zero so, bar on a crap. So Steve, Steve, you read this one as well, right? I know you picked it up. Uh, yeah, I just pretty much agree with what everyone said. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I mean, because I'm doing the reviews as well, so I didn't want this one to drop through the letterbox, to be honest, because I didn't want to have to read it and review it because I know what I'd have to write. But like everyone said, it's... I'm just glad that it's over, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, I had this glimmer of hope that you would go on and say, you guys are full of crap. This has yeah. actually been great all along, but I'm yeah. unfortunately unsurprised. I tried to change my perspective on this last one and read for it with innocent eyes, but I was just too tainted by all the other ones that have gone previously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Garrick, like when Garrick mentioned, you know, that speech that she gave, oh, it was just cringeworthy. <laughs> it was just embarrassing. And I think they've really missed the trick here, uh, being a female character, you know, and how much they need strong female characters in the galaxy. And yeah. uh, they, they just didn't pull through, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and that's really a shame because you know when when someone takes a crack at it and it doesn't it doesn't resonate, it's like, yeah. did you just do more harm than good? Did you just make it so that it's going to be even longer before we can try this yeah. again? Yeah, it's right. just adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, really, it's just giving more people reason to say, you know, you're not representing females well in the galaxy. You mm-hmm. know, so. Yeah, you give one side of the argument more reason to say that, and you give the other side of the yeah. ar- the other people who more reason to just go. I don't like the ones with the female characters. Yeah, you know, which is unfortunate because it's like I, yep. I, I guess some of them are pretty bad, but it's not the characters. Yeah, <laughs> right. The characters it's just, are yeah. good. I mean, it's just the author and, and the artist, and it, I don't know. They just didn't pull through on this one. Yeah. There's yeah. one yeah. other. There's one other thing I noticed on this, and and I, I don't know if. Garrick and Steve picked up on this, but there's one panel. It just to kind of give some backstory on what's happening here. They go down on this planet and they do the rescue and whatnot. When they come back up into space, um, they're they're trying to flee um, because uh, there's a star destroyer there. But when they get up into space, there's like all these Alderanian ships that have showed up, and it just <laughs> looks like this big. Battlestar Galactica theme. <laughs> I looked yeah. at it and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. That's the right fleet, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked at that like, oh my God. This is and if you remember, I think it was was it was the Darth Vader, um the Darth Vader comic. Remember a few issues ago we had the downloading consciousness yes, into a new yes, body. Yes, yes. <laughs> so oh, no. like, So it was they look like base stars or something? No, no, no! Remember the ragtag group behind behind the battle stars. Oh, they're just like piecemeal. Yeah, with the big like arboreums and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, if you remember, the premise of the comic is that Leia's going around and she's collecting all these old radians from all over the, the galaxy, and right. and at, by this time they all decide to just show up. <laughs> so all, they show up all together <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah, here, let's, that's let's another thing in the comic. Things just happen and there's no explanation. Why right. I'm Wouldn't just it like, be a, cool if this is a surprise. <laughs> hey, yeah. Look, here's this thing. Oh, no. 
And why is that? <laughs> why is that? Like, is it Evan or even the girl? I, you know, Leah's best new chum. Leah's yeah. best new chum. Why <laughs> is she wearing Luke's? Why is she wearing Luke's wardrobe? Yeah, we thought <laughs> about that. The only thing I can think of is that is that like maybe standard issue for for pilots or something when they're out. Of, I mean, that's their uniform when they're out of. No, you know, no one else is wearing gear. that in the uh, in the uh, in the award ceremony at the end of it war. Was, it was very yeah. popular at Space Gap. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? At, if you think about though, Space in that Gap. award ceremony, they're all wearing their flight suits, so except for Luke. So yeah, I don't that's know. True. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, that's. Yeah, something we talked about originally where it's like, all right, now it needs to look Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> the artist right. goes, okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> just lift, Luke's, yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Luke's jacket, <laughs> blood striped pants, everything's great. Yeah, right. I'm drawing Spider Man. She stole Jerry's medal. That's why he didn't ever got one. She stole it. <laughs> She's a klepto. She's yeah. the first yeah. klepto Star Wars character. All right. <laughs> Seriously, you know, the last line of the whole movie is Chewie roaring. And it always makes me wonder if he's just like yelling out like a really foul yeah. Wookiee curse word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of not getting the medal. So anyway. All right. Moving on. What else do we have to review? Darth Vader number seven. Number next up seven. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to sing. My voice is shot. So this is you, though. <laughs> One song is enough for a month. But anyway. I'm not going to disagree, seven. even though I totally do want another song. <laughs> I'm going to uh, do the quick uh, recap on this one. So. All right. But uh, what sixty? Do I have sixty seconds? Usually, but you usually either way undercut or way overcut. You're never right. really right in the sixty second round. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Ready? Go. Vader and Aphra visit the old wizard's hut on Tatooine. After Vader Aragorn's the crap out of the place, he decides to go back to his route and visit the old Skywalker ranch. Oh. Aside from the two sets of charred bones out front, the place is pretty much empty, so Vader decides to blow the entire place back to its primordial atoms. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm sure he managed to stuff 30 or 40 Tuscans in there before he did it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Rodian love child of Don Corleone and Ramsey Bolton are interrogating Ooh. Guy why he <laughs> dropped his shipment. But surprise, he's a rat for the imps, and Vader arrives in short order dispatching the rhodium before by feeding him to his pet reek which rhymes with sneak and also vader kills the reek and probably the mole for good measure no one really sees and finds the rhodium has been sitting on a huge pile of booty and no i don't oh. mean sansa elsewhere boss <laughs> black crustacean and what appears to be a mandalorian are given an offer by afra that they can't refuse I'm not saying it was a horse head, but it, it was a horse head. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That was like How 56 we... seconds. Right. That was great. Yeah. Right on. What is, right is on, a right Mandalorian? On. What is that? Is that like a... It's a miniature Mandalorian. Oh, a mini, De like a mini DeLorean. Well, no, no like, that would be a that'd be a, a small time machine. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought you said Mandalorian, and I was wondering if that was like some somehow Semitic in some way. No, he's a min, he's a he's a uh, Mandalorian of short stature. Ah, mini okay. yes. yeah. min, min, mini Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Okay. Micro Delorean. <laughs> I I got nothing. I, I get. I tried to jam two words together. It might not have worked. <laughs> so, what do we think of Vader number seven? Well, Vader number seven is pretty cool, I guess. But there there was not as much action as we've seen in the past, but we do yeah. kind of get to see Vader go back to his roots, and he kind of seuses out what happened between Boba Fett and Vader and Obi-Wan's place. Uh, and we, I guess we kind of see where Vader starts amassing his fortune to kind of 
yeah, create right. an That's army to right. overthrow the empire because this Rodian is like a crime boss, I assume. I've never actually seen this character before, but after he kills him, they open his vault and it's just filled with, uh, I guess, like uh, what French fries or something. I'm not sure what the <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what that currency was. Oh man, French fries will take you a long way. You can really stretch a French fry. <laughs> Rodians love their deep fried snacks. What's the what's the French fry to Canadian mile pound going these days? I wonder. So. Well, that one <laughs> fell flat. Moving right along. <laughs> Holy cow! But I need it, a button it, for crickets chirping. It was yeah, that that part was pretty cool. And then you you see at the end, um, Doctor Afra, who's who's been tagging along with Vader through all these issues. It, it kind of seems like she's flipping, but on him to kind of sell out where the ship the shipment of French fries is going <laughs> to the to a, a bunch of less than uh, up and up. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I think you're. I think you're missing it, man. I, I I think what what she's doing is, I mean, they've he's officially collected it for the Empire, and then right. she's, she's hiring these ragtags to steal it for Vader. Unless oh, that's what you're, unless oh, I thought. I, okay, yeah, that's where I, I was think going. that's what she's doing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So that way, Vader's like, oh, I didn't know it was right. Stolen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's kind of cool that they're kind of actually setting up a, a bigger base of power for uh, Darth Vader, I think, with this fortune he's starting to amass. And that's kind of like what we saw in the canon. Yeah. Like, Vader was always thought to be super uber rich. And yeah, in the old Legends canon. Uh, right. yeah, so, so. so Vader's wealth has returned to the canon? I, it's yeah. Starting to, apparently. But it still seems... <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Oh, you gotta love it. You got to love it when yeah. you get them back. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any excuse to hit that button. That's right. <laughs> I will hit so, that button in, in a heartbeat. So Steve, I, I assume you, you read this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I liked, I liked it in Montantawin. Yeah. But then I messaged Garrick during the week. <laughs> and I have I missed something? It just jumped from one place to another. Yeah, and it was pretty fast, yeah. Yeah, and it was sort of like, I when I messaged Garrett, I said, did I miss something? Because who's, who's the Rodian? Who's the hut? You know, it's just, yeah. I thought I'd missed something in a previous uh, copy, but nah, it's, yeah, I liked, I liked him going back to Tatooine because everyone's always said in the past as well that he was a, he would never go back. That's, you know, the point that you made about missing something, that's the exact reason why I, I have trouble reading comics issue to issue, you know, like, it's like, I'm better off sitting down with like a trade paperback or even like, you know, the whole compendium when it comes out and, you know, later on and just powering through things because otherwise I'm thinking constantly that I'd miss something completely. That happens to me a ton. Yeah. I think at the end of the last one, I was really excited for this one. Because you know the way it ended and the yeah. big build up and shows the homestead, yeah. Yeah, I just think I put my expectations too high, to be honest. So that's my fault. Yeah, the last, yeah, and I, I guess I, the way I took it is they can't all be, you know, super, you know, yeah. in your yeah. face, you know, you know, break, you know, breaking news kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, to me this was a filler filler issue, and 
Well, um, it's still it still isn't bad. You mentioning know. you mentioned you mentioned him going back to his uh, his place. I, I thought it was kind of cool. You know, Afra's kind of doesn't know that Vader's from yeah. this. She's kind of mentioning right. like, oh man, you know, if you had if he had been here and died, you were still at a Death Star, and you know, rage, you know, revenge is a powerful yeah. driver. And he's like, you have no idea. I thought that was kind of cool having yeah. that kind of little yeah, talk she, between she comes off quite well and i quite like the way she interacts with vader like she's not intimidated and she just yeah says what she feels and i i noticed that too she really at the beginning if we remember when we first saw dr afra she was just scared yeah you know scared out of her mind around him yeah. but she's really kind of fitting into her role now and it's it's yeah I, I like how she interacts with them you're hitting it right on because uh yeah she's a lot more comfortable around him and and says things that um, and it, apparently Vader's tolerant of it, you know, to yeah, let her say yeah. some of those things, you know, oh, those yeah. are things that most of the time Vader wouldn't let anybody, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of yeah. go to him with. So if that was an Imperial officer on the deck of a Star Destroyer, right, you know, right. be... yeah, be dead. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, you know how it is with Dr. Vader and the women. I'm just saying <laughs> dude's got a soft spot. I mean, he only even he only even turned to the light side at the end, right after he found out there was a sister. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's, there's a lady involved. <laughs> I did like so, the scenes yeah. with the homestead. The homestead was kind of my favorite part because, yeah. yeah, you know, because he's been there before. And there, there's a scene with him standing on the hill looking at the two sons, and I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. So. <laughs> yeah, classic. So yeah, well, uh, next that that was cool. Next next uh, time we do these reviews, we'll have a couple. We'll have Lando, which will be cool. Yeah. And I don't know if I, the release date of Star Wars number seven, because it seems like it was pushed back, but I don't know. I'll it's supposed to be, I think, well, I keep hearing next week. So I think yeah, Lando and Star Wars seven are next week. So so we'll have a couple of good ones next week. Well, the, and it'll be, yeah, the next time we cast. Actually, we say next oh, yeah. week, but by the I time mean, people two weeks. hear this, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, it'll yeah. already be out. So, <laughs> okay. Thanks for uh, setting my timeline straight. <laughs> <laughs> Glad someone's paying attention. So uh, we had some a new uh, show slash movie that came out starring our friends the Rebels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now you said it did this. You didn't see this, Steve, in the UK, right? Not yet. It's uh, technically no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Good still, answer, magically, no. <laughs> you'll probably be able to posit an opinion about it. I imagine. Unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> I've already written a review about it, so yeah. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. <laughs> okay. All right, so Rebels, Siege of Lothal. Yeah. Now, everyone saw this, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of too long to summarize in any uh, small amount of time. So yeah. um, It was meaty. It was very meaty. So it kind of starts out with a major battle, and the music that comes out, I just lost it because it was the music they play in Empire Strikes Back when they're flying through the asteroid field. Right? My favorite, my favorite <laughs> yeah. um, cinematic composition of all time. It's, it's yeah. the greatest space battle song ever created. Right. And it, and it just fit perfectly into the Rebels universe. So they, you know, they kind of, this whole battle, they're just hijacking some cargo, but it was kind of cool to see some A-wings in action, yeah. which is one yes. of my favorite crafts. I was sitting there going, A-wings, A-wings! And my daughter is like, what's A-wing? What's A-wing? She didn't realize yeah. I was saying A-wing. It was A-wing. Uh, it's one of my, my favorite starships ever created. So Yes. That was awesome to see that in uh, in action. <clears throat> um, let's see what else happened. They, so they get back and there's this Commander Sato who's apparently in charge of everything. And they get a message eventually from uh, someone on Lothal. And it's the uh, 
what's her name? Tua. Is that her name? How you pronounce it? Tua? Oh, Administrator the governor? Tua. Yeah, the the, oh, the yeah, lady. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. The one Apparently, that's in charge of the empire's normal not, yeah, goings I don't think on. She's, on a, Lothal. she's a governor, but she's yeah, some kind of commissioner or something. She's of, like a I call her a comptroller because I don't really know what her title is. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's just a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of contacts the rebel crew to come pick her up because she's in deep crap with uh Tarkin invaders kind of right. really uh closing his fist on him. So the rebels decide to go pick her up because she might have some major intel yeah, on uh, what's going says, on. Hey, Hey, they're going to kill me. I want to get out of here. And they're like, yeah, we got to give it a shot. Yeah. And uh, Agent Callus is, of course, very suspicious as he sees her like skulking about looking at stuff, trying to get out. So he, uh, <clears throat> Agent Callus kind of tags along with her and the ghost crew kind of goes on, lands on the planet and they're going to go pick her up. And uh, this is one of <laughs> this is the part where I was like, ooh. That's going to be a new action figure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kanan goes and sets a distraction by uh, knocking out a stormtrooper and stealing his armor and putting yep. it on. Yes. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing. Get ready for more of those. I thought the same thing. Kanan and stormtrooper and, garb. And it's not just regular stormtrooper. It's like the stormtrooper with the orange pauldron. Yeah. So oh, it's like oh, one yeah. of the more. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the. So you got that extra little uh, little uh, stuff you can get with your new Kanan's in stormtrooper oh, outfit. Well, do is sculpt the head. <laughs> Black series cheap to make. <laughs> yep, exactly. So he they end up uh coming across the Tua and notice Agent Callus is with her. So they try to separate them and Tua they're gonna hijack a, a shuttle, an Imperial shuttle. Right. And Tua gets on board and it just explodes. And I'm assuming she's dead. Oh what she <laughs> did. Before I told you she did. Because I swear when that happened, I saw little bits of her fly out of oh. the <laughs> I, I don't think I saw that necessarily. Maybe it was rubble, but I'm gonna assume it was bits. Yeah, I don't know. it was some some jibs. <laughs> yeah, it, that was that was very harsh. I mean, yeah. we've seen a couple of harsh deaths on this show. This mm. I think ranks up there because you know you see her walk in and the explosion right where she was standing. And, and here's the interesting part about that that scene is Agent Callus seems to be caught off guard, like he didn't know it was going to happen, and then all of a sudden he gets this flash of anger and he's like, "This was you," you know, talking to Kanan and the rest of the rebels. Yeah. So it kind of to me maybe seemed like he and Tua maybe had something going on on the side. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out whether or not he was actually in the know on what actually went down. Because here's the thing. From the start, Vader puts the squeeze on Tua a little too hard. Yeah, she's the she's the Imperial in charge, the head Imperial in charge when everything's going right. Yeah. But since everything's been going wrong, you've got Callus, you've had uh the Inquisitor. Now you've got Vader, Tarkin, Vader. Tarkin. So mm-hmm. they've been, everybody's been showing up. And so they're putting the squeeze on her because they're like, she's let things get out of control. But at the same time, Vader really pours it on her. Yeah. You know, and I, and from that start, from the very start of the show, I'm like, oh, they're trying to scare her because she's expendable and they want her to do something stupid so that they can follow it. Right, they're 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 absolutely using all this to flush the rebels out of hiding. Yeah, and I wasn't right. I wasn't immediately positive whether Callus was in on it or not. I think he was. Oh, okay. Because it seemed I like he was. was. I I could it's you know you can't tell us right now. I, I right. don't know. I, I don't know if we know that for sure. But because Vader was up, a, Vader was present there on a catwalk high above it, watching the whole thing. So yeah, I'm and, assuming he's like, the one. Who like you said, Callus looked pretty angry. 
it, it is feasible that like he actually didn't know because he looked a little surprised and a little angry. So, yeah. Yeah. So they end up uh, getting out of there on a, a shuttle, but getting shot down and they kind of go to this, the uh, Imperial spaceport, this, you know, cause I guess if you want to escape, you go to where your enemies are apparently because yeah. <laughs> they're all spread out everywhere, I suppose. Right. <laughs> so as they're uh, leaving, the Imperial March starts to to play, and uh, in the fog, in the background, is a certain Sith Lord. Yeah. It's not Revan. It's Darth Vader. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> I was and really confused. He starts to open a can on Kanan and Ezra. Like, yeah, Kanan, a little bit. <laughs> he treats Kanan like a little kid. Yeah. He just yeah. grabs him and throws him into some boxes. <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, so he, he he's he outmatches Kanan in a, in a, like, in a hurry. It wasn't even fair. It was like Vader was like I don't yeah, know. How he to... just tossed him around like a rag doll. I mean, there was just no. <laughs> it was like fighting a three year old or something. Right. Yeah. It was right. crazy just to see the power that Vader had. But he ends up uh, pinning Ezra to the. And this is a scene we saw from the preview. As he pins Ezra to like the leg of an eighty. DP, I think, and starts to use the force to raise Ezra's own lightsaber up to his throat to cut his head off, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, before yeah. before Kanan comes up and distracts him. Which and at that moment my daughter's going, What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Stop and watch. Daddy's paying attention. <laughs> so they so Kanan and Ezra bring down an AD ATDP on top of Vader, and they're like, Oh, well, that's it. And yeah, no, right. not quite. Not so <laughs> they, it just starts moving, and Vader's just standing there looking all badass. <laughs> in front of this huge fire. <laughs> yeah, hands in the air. And they're like, raising yeah. a walker over his head. And they're like, yeah. if that doesn't kill him, what is? They're like, nothing, let's get out of here. Yeah. So Vader is just like, yeah. and this is this is what I thought is great about how they're they're portraying Vader is he doesn't run after them. Nope. He Yep, he right. walks slowly right. after yep. them. Thank God exactly. someone <laughs> on the inside right. realized, <laughs> even back when, when Force Unleashed uh, came out, that Vader does not run. Yes, you cannot have Vader yeah, run exactly. ever. He never right. ran when he was fighting Luke. He just strode. Right. Yes. Know? Right. I, so, I like yeah, it too because cool. the dialogue there too, man. He's very condescending, and and you know he he looks at Ezra. Your you know faith in your master is misplaced. You know, I mean, he just these classic little one liners that come out of him are just so reminiscent of the movie. I just yes. I, I, they're just getting him completely right. Yeah. And speaking of the dialogue, it was James Earl Jones, which added oh, the yeah. extra oh, bit yeah. of power to oh, the yeah. lines as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot. At the top, but yeah, yeah I really, was, I really actually, it, one thing I really enjoyed about this fight sequence is that we got to see Vader open a full can, which technically we've never seen. Now we really have Darth Vader oh. open a full can because the fights that he does in you know Empire outside and the Jedi outside the comics, you mean? Yeah, outside of the comics and the, and the books. Okay, well. <laughs> I, I believe I used the words I use. I said seen. We haven't seen oh. with our well, and I, I mean the comics. I guess you see still images, but you know, moving pictures. We've not really seen Darth Vader open up a full can because video games. He was just be quiet because he was whole. He was holding back with Luke because he wanted to convert him. He wanted right. to the dark side, right? And and even arguably at the end there with you know in the throne room in Jedi. Yeah, he's giving it a go, but he's also getting pretty weak at that point, you know. So it's it's kind of cool to see him when he is up against someone who doesn't he doesn't view as even marginally formidable or even that matters. Right. That it's just play things, you know, just boom, boom, yeah. get out of my way, boom. Right. Yeah, it's like 
It's like he knows he's so awesome that nothing he d- he doesn't need to run. Yeah, nothing. Right. Yeah, exactly what he said. He's beyond caring how much more powerful he is. It's not even a thought. He just <laughs> flicks them about. Yeah. So uh, they end up escaping. Uh, uh, I and guess they have it, no idea who that was. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're, what they're was no that? Yeah. Right. And, and we and we find out later they were let go. Obviously, you know that's another Star Wars trope. They kind of put that in. Let them go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, let exactly. us go. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're trying to get off world. So they try they may they call up Lando of course because who else are they going to call? Who is voice? What's that? That's true. Oh, that's, that's true. another the option. I don't. I don't. You could cross the streams. Other than that, I don't know if that would help. I, I don't know if they have a Lothal <laughs> branch though. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's voiced by Billy D. Williams, which is of course awesome as always. And he kind of uh, he, they make a deal with Hera for some shield generators they they had stolen from the Imperial place to kind of get them off planet with these crybabies. I call them from a uh, Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> they kinda... I forgot about that. <laughs> that is, oh my God. I knew, I knew I had seen that before. That is like yeah. that, the whole plot of using these devices to generate artificial signatures of their ship is yes. directly from a Firefly. I mean, I'm sure and it's that, not original to that either. And, but. If, and if I remember, they actually use that in the most recent Leia comic too as well, right? Is that is that where they used it? They had a, a Mike. Do you remember or Steve? I, do you remember? I'm I'm not familiar with the scene you guys are talking about. So it's, uh, in, in, I, I never watched Firefly. So I don't in know. Rebels, it basically they they have those things that they that Lando gives them that basically they when they need to get off planet they go up in the atmosphere and they send these things out and they they generate a false signal of the oh, ship. Oh, gotcha. Right. So that the Imperials are seeing multiple versions of the ship and right. they don't know which one's the real one. Gotcha. Yeah. Until they chase them all down, which yeah. That? Oh yeah, that was yeah in the very first Leia comic. That's how they escaped uh, Luke and and uh, I don't know who was that Wedge or somebody that went after him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's a thing now. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Josh Whedon. <laughs> so they end up getting off the planet and um, get past the blockade they have going on there and and this is the part i thought was i was like oh man that what's his name the admiral constantine i'm like he's toast man so he informs vader the escape and vader's like good okay and he's like oh really that's it i don't have to you know choke to death or something yeah. <laughs> but he realized you know we callus informs him that they planted a homing device which will lead him right to the rebels so he wipes uh, his brow with his rag of, of sweat <laughs> so the rebels arrive they they get back to their fleet and you know as soon as they land their chopper informs them oh you know hey the, there's a homing beacon that just went off when we landed so immediately uh, one ship comes out of hyperspace. One one little ship. Yeah, that happens to be piloted by Darth Vader himself. Yep. And he could, and this this was incredible. <laughs> this was crazy. It was because it's was like cool. it wasn't. It wasn't enough that we showed you Vader just you know flicking everybody about <laughs> like it didn't matter. Now we're going to show you how the greatest starfighter pilot in right. the galaxy right. lays waste. Right. Yes. <laughs> it, it, you know I'm good at Tie Fighter, the video game, but <laughs> if I. 
If I went up against Vader, there's no hope because he's flipping around, <laughs> flying backwards. Oh yeah, shit. he was pulling. He was you know pulling what? up again. Firefly, or no? I should say, uh, Battlestar moves. Oh yeah, yeah, z- <laughs> like flying around, using his inertia, shooting sideways and stuff like that. I was like, wait so, a minute! In Star Wars, the galaxy's like flying an Atmo. That's not. You can't do that. <laughs> so he, he, whatever direction you're pointed, right? Right, he's, guys? He's just laying waste to an entire squadron of A-Wings. And A-Wings are, are hard to hit, and they're really fast. They're fast, so they have, and they're small. They're small, hard yeah. to hit, yeah. <clears throat> and as well as laying waste to the uh, capital ship, the or not a cap, I guess... That's a Krillian Corvette, a capital ship. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's capital class. Okay, capital class. Okay. <clears throat> well, just like decimating this ship. Yeah. So, and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, you can bring your Star Destroyers in. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to scare and, the crap out of them. He goes in alone and, in his advanced time. Yeah. And, and nobody can touch him. The ghost is trying to fire him. They have people on every turret missing left and right. And and they're like, uh, you know, someone's, I think it was Sabine or somebody said, who is this guy? And then, uh, you know, this is probably my favorite part in the yep. whole show. Yep. Kanan and ah- Ahsoka's on board as well, I should yep. mention. Yep. Kanan and Ahsoka's like, well, let's find out. So they reach out and touch the pilot Vader's mind. Yep. And, Ahsoka, and Vader's just like, the apprentice lives, yeah, so and Ahsoka ah- just goes wide-eyed jerks and just off. like yeah, out. passes, passes out. out. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, "Holy crap!" Uh, so Vader goes back to well. I mean, you know, they, they escape. You know, they lose a capital ship, but they end up es- mostly escaping. And Vader goes back, gets on, gets on the horn with the uh, Emperor, and he's telling him Skywalker's apprentice lives. And I'm like, and, the, and then the Palpatine's like, don't worry about it. Just send some, you know, another Inquisitor after her. And I thought it was really interesting. You know, they kind of paralleled the movies where Vader never refers to Anakin as me or yeah. I. Yeah. Nope. He, yep. he never in the no person. longer has any meaning. That's right. That's he right. refers to everything from that past life in the third person, which I think is awesome how they kept that up. Yep. Yep. And <clears throat> meanwhile, in the rebel camp you know they're asking ahsoka who you know who do you know who that was and she's there's a very uh, there's a very like noticeable pause before she says no i have no idea so the question is is she lying or she just not trust her senses see and it could go both ways but i i think and i think this is where garrick is going i think she knows and she's just telling them she's telling she's telling them the truth guys from a certain point of, <laughs> point of view, yes. <laughs> she, yeah, she it was probably, like she felt Anakin, but it wasn't quite Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, I mean, it was uh, that just yeah. the last part of it. I mean, I thought it started a little slow with the whole thing, but at the end, I'm like, yes, this season yeah. is going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. And I love the fact that at <laughs> the end, the Emperor goes, "Hey, Vader, I got some other crap for you to do." <laughs> so there are the so what they did is they poured it on heavy with the yeah. badassery in this one. Now yeah. they're gonna dial they're gonna pull Vader back, back and take yeah. us some other directions, which is great. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised with how much they did in this first one. Yeah, and I me gotta too. tell you, uh, you know, I've never watched the Clone Wars with my daughter. Uh, we've only watched Rebels together. And at the end, when Ahsoka, you know, the end of last season, when Ahsoka shows up, she wanted to know all about her. Yeah. So we went back and we watched, I think, one episode of The Clone Wars. And so that she could, you know, learn a little bit about it. Oh, we watched most of the first movie, the original movie, which was terrible. Right. But um, so that she could learn a little more about Ahsoka. Apparently, because I've always talked about how I like the character, but she doesn't resonate with me as hard as she does, like with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But uh, I really do. I, I learned to like the character despite that first movie. And then uh, when we fired up Return of the Jedi the other night, uh, it's starting up, and she starts running through the dossier. You know, who's in this one, Daddy? Is Darth Vader in this one? Yes. Is the green guy the green Yoda? Yeah, is Yoda in this? Yes, Yoda's in this. And then is Ahsoka in this? Yeah. And I was like, you are you kidding me? You've seen two things. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. she was barely in one of them, and that's yeah. the third character on her list that she yeah. cared about. My, so. my kid my kids are kind of the same way. I told you I told you, you know, before that, you know, when I was watching the Clone War series, they loved that series and, and Ahsoka ranks very high on their list. And that was that was one of my little thrills last season was um um, I think I told you guys that yeah. when we watched the, that that um, last episode, and I didn't tell them that Ahsoka was coming, and their eyes just got so huge. <laughs> so you know, when they saw her, they were just kind of jumping up and down on the bed. So that was that was a lot of fun. So yeah, that <laughs> character does resonate with with kind of the younger the younger generation. Yeah, really, really. So man, that was a, it was good. Yeah. Any thoughts? Any yeah. thoughts, Steve? Any lo- Oh. Just to rear what you guys have said, really. Oh, it was so going back to the old days. It was yeah. the music was absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. And the points when it came on, it just felt really a new hope mm-hmm. like type yeah. of vibe, you know, not to harp on about the old original trilogy, you know. Uh, but yeah, just everything about it, uh, the way it just brought back so much, you know. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, the Vader was, that's the best Vader I've seen, I think. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the best Vader. And the funny thing was, after a while, you forgot you were watching an animated series. Yeah. 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 So much into it that, you know, it just felt like an actual film. You just got lost into it. Yeah. But I get the feeling I'm quite... Uh, curious about where they're going to go next. Yeah, because like you said, Corey, it's I was quite surprised at what they put into these this episode or these two episodes. Yeah, I how heavy they came out, like swinging the bat yeah. and saying the Vader's in the first one. You know, right. I mean, when we saw the trailer for it, it was pretty much gave everything away. You know, mm-hmm. so everyone, I was waiting for that Vader to come out. With the doors, you know, before the, it's all atmospheric and the oh, yeah. arts, and you know, it's it's goosebump time. You know, it's those those are the things that get you going. You know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, him flying backwards in a tie fighter—that was insane. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't I don't remember a way to do that when I played tie fighter. <laughs> you know the the cool thing about that particular scene I, to me that was a neat. Um, Almost, I think it was Filoni's homage maybe to Anakin in like, you know, episode three, you know, where we see some of his piloting skills at the, you know, the beginning of the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was a nice tie in, you know, having him show him really being like Corey said, the best pilot in the galaxy and, yeah. and things like that. I mean, just yeah. that, that, that was just, uh, yeah, a goosebump type scene. So. Everyone said that before, but we never actually got to see it. No, we just basically saw him run the trench and then get knocked out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. It's, you know, so... Well, okay, okay, fair enough. We did see, we did see Jake Lloyd pilot an N1. 
We did see that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try spinning. Right? That's a good move. <laughs> Whoa. I just want to add that Ahsoka does know. Definitely. No doubt about it. Really? No doubt. So? Yeah. Knows who Finker is. I think yeah. so, too. And I'm well, anxious yeah. to see how she justifies keeping it secret. Yeah. You can just tell by looking at her face, and she's just keeping it from them. She doesn't want them to know. Yeah, yeah just like Garrick said, that pause was just enough for you to know that there, yeah. there's something more there, and she's just keeping it to herself right now for some reason. Right, right. Well, boys, yeah, this has already been a very, very meaty episode, and we are still not even into rumors yet. So as much uh, as I uh, could talk about Rebels for an entire episode, I'm going to cut off yeah. Rebels right now. <laughs> Because it. it is time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. <laughs> My favorite. Oh, yeah. What little tidbit of knowledge do we get this week? Sometimes when you're working on a movie set, there's some people on a sound crew that might ask you for something, you know, to use in a reference to something else. See, and they might say, I need real two of the second dialogue track. Like stat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I so, know. Yeah, but right. back in the day, see, they speak in shorthand. And when they was working on American graffiti, someone turned and asked for real two of the second dialogue track, meaning they said, Hey, could you get R2D2 for me? <gasps> and what? that, my friends, was where George Lucas got the name for the droid. No. The name of Whoa. R2D2. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I've heard that actually, man. That's a that was a cool tidbit. Yeah, I uh, when when uh, when I first uh, heard that, I was like, yeah, that seems kind of abstract. And then I thought, no, if someone actually just turned to you, let's say R two D two was never a thing, and just said, hey, could you hand me R two D two? It's like right. it, it it there's a there's a like a verbal buoyancy to that right. that would make it stand out. So it's it seems totally feasible to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it does to me too. <laughs> yeah. All Very right, cool. no, let's jump straight into rumors because I'm dying to get into these. <laughs> let's do it, baby. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hot 1079. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna fly casual with That's you. right. Pour, pour <laughs> on to me some of those sweet, sweet, hot body temperature rumors. <laughs> well, boys, we got we start uh, this cast with uh with some episode seven casting news. You know what? We've not heard any of this for a while. We haven't. Remember when this was the most exciting thing? <laughs> it was, I yeah. Did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a new one that, that's kind of hit uh, that we, out of nowhere, we just weren't expecting this. Most of the news has been coming out about uh, the uh, the anthologies and whatnot. But uh, let's see. We have... Um, uh, a veteran of some of J.J. Abrams' uh, past shows, person of interest. Uh, let's see, Lost. Um, let's see, uh, X-Men Last Stand he, uh, he was in. Um, Ken Lung, I think that's how he pronounced his last name, L-E-U-N-G. Oh. Uh, is the actor so um he played omega in the x-men last damn everybody's favorite i know but oh yeah omega he was my right kid right. yeah. yeah. was he the guy omega. with the spiky head yeah he was yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah so, that's right. Um, apparently, um, some wherever this was picked up from, this is on makingstarwars.net. Um, the description of apparently they've seen him in costume, and it looks like looks like for the film that he will be playing um, some type of general, rebel general on the resistance side, I guess. Not really rebel right. at this point, but uh, so anyway, you know, we um, got uh, he's an Asian actor. Yes, and uh, there was some uh, some talk about the fact that we have a, an Asian rebel general in the, the new season of Rebels, in, in part of the Rebel fleet. He's actually commanding the the cap the the Corellian corvette that gets kind of taken out, right? Yes, right. Sato, I Commander Sato. I have absolutely absolutely no problem with having people of all races in Star Wars, but why does he have an Asian accent and a Japanese name? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Does that not wait, strike what? anybody else's odd? <laughs> the 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 guy in Rebels, uh, the 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 Asian captain of the of the of in season two episode right. one or the season two movie or whatever you call it, right. he was an a, very clearly an Asian styled character, right? Uh, had a, a an Asian accent of sorts. And also, his name was Sato. I mean, yeah, I guess that is Japanese. Is, or, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Japan just, is in Asia, though. <laughs> that's true. I, that's my point. I'm like, we're in a different galaxy. You know, I I don't expect everybody just because they look a certain way to have the same ethnic specifics that they so you, have. You don't on, like you don't like the name. You think Sato's too? Actually, I don't care about Sato. I think that works as a Star Wars name in general. I think it would work as it. I, I just I get, I think what put me over the edge is that he you know he he sound I mean what was he raised on Neomoidia I mean what why does he <laughs> why does he sound oh, like man. that in Star Wars you know I mean I think that's a legitimate question I think that's fair to ask you know I wouldn't exp- okay let me put it this way I would be offended if they had like a predominant black character you know and then they played him up like he was straight out of Compton <laughs> that I would be like why is that why is that okay? Oh, that reminds me. Uh, speaking of rebels, do you do you remember Lando's uh, droid he had? Do you remember his accent? I don't, oh, but I remember oh. it stuck out to me, and now I can't remember. It. Yeah, I can't either. It was well, like it, a. Uh, it was like a southern plantation accent. Oh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I have to go back it's, and watch it again now. It was, it was uh, I don't know, it's kind of racist maybe, but Lando <laughs> is... <laughs> Everything's racist anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, it makes sense to me to have Asians in it's Star like, Wars. like, hello, how are you today? It makes sense to have everybody in oh, Star it, Wars. But... It's powerful hot out here. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I declare... I declare, you want those chill converters? Okay. Storm brewing up something fierce. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, it, it just gives me the creeps when we, you know, incorporate because I don't know. I mean, we, we look at, I mean, yeah, we do have, obviously, we have English accents and we have American accents and then various in Star Wars. So I know that some of that's into it, but I don't look at that as being a product of the Star Wars galaxy. I just look at it as a product of the audience. That it's for when it plays in other countries, they, you know, translate it and everybody is a different speaking, a different language and stuff like that. So when we start doing the more of the, we need to come up with a word that means like earthizing something in science fiction that has nothing to do with our actual earth cultures. But then we take it and we impose our earth cultural differences onto it. It kind of stands out to me. And it, yeah. it feels it feels strange. So yeah, uh, 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 an Asian actor Star Wars, great. 
you know, uh, you know, a name like Sato. Yeah, fine. Whatever. We have names like Luke, you know, no big deal. But then he has an Asian accent. And then I'm like, okay, that's, I feel like now we're like, was he abducted and taken over to that galaxy? <laughs> you know, it stands out to me as kind of strange. It's like, we've, we've kind of too, too made it too much a projection of our own things here. Mm. So, I don't I don't know. Everybody I mean, wants to be represented in everything, so maybe that's just. Yeah, there. But can't you yeah, represent yeah. everybody by? I mean, let's. Like, uh, to let, be fair, the, the they, theoretical they melting pot over the salad bowl. To, to be fair, they haven't represented Asians very well. No, they a, haven't. The I absolutely, as oh, a yeah, very, very stereotypical Americanized Asian. Yeah, like, uh, from the fifties or something. But they didn't yeah. look yeah. Asian. That's why I have problems with that. I mean, he just uses accents to give it, you know, to to show that not everybody has an American accent, not everybody has a British accent. So but at I, the same I don't, time, I don't buy into some of that. Oh, it's racist crap. It, no, just, it, it wasn't necessarily racist. Except someone in the sound booth that day should have gone. Wait, guys, hold on, hold on. You do realize you sound like Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? You realize that you are doing the most offensive Asian accent that can possibly be done, right? And then the guy goes, no, I didn't mean to do it like that. That's okay. Let's just try something different. There, everything's fine. <laughs> but the, it went through all the checks and all the... Of course, you know, uh, we know wow. on those prequel movies, no one was going to stick their neck out and right. say, oh, wait a right. second, because that, that was Lucas the culture lives of in his own little bubble, so... So, um, you know, it only... All it took was for George Lucas to go, I think it's fine, and no one was going to argue with him. <laughs> right. You know, so it's not like it was a big conspiracy, and it's not like it was no. even one man's evil plot. I think right. it's just one guy went, what? That's not a problem, is it? But in this case, you know, it just seems like someone's going to effort to, you know, I don't, I mean, why don't we just have like real people at that point, real earth people in star Wars? Why not? Let's, you know, let's have a commander resurrected body of Abraham Lincoln, you know, uh, on a star destroyer. Oh, that'll throw him for a loop. Yeah. It just, I don't want to project too much of us onto that. I want that to be its own thing, you know? Sure. Well, it did take place a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So they could have populated our galaxy over the course of oh, any millennium. Well, that's so there. Found their way over to us. <laughs> Done. They're the ones that seeded the planet. There you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Problem solved. <laughs> well, boys, um, some concept art came out this week from International Business Times. They're actually reporting that the um, uh, French version of Vanity Fair. Um, published some of the uh, the concept art for, let's see, specifically for Han Solo, uh, Poe Dameron, <laughs> and uh, um, I think it was Finn was the other one. So, um, so anyway, I mean, nothing earth shattering here. We've we've kind of seen these figures in in that garb, but I don't know. It was interesting seeing the sketches at least. So, if you're interested in, in seeing uh, again some of that concept art and um, and having a closer look go to betterkind.com check out the show notes and and have a look see for yourself well i'm looking at this picture now and realizing that suddenly i can read french <laughs> and i cannot <laughs> i don't know any french i've never looked i can say je suis le fromage i can say je m'appelle <laughs> Telefel, and that's it and if you speak french you're welcome but <laughs> han solo dans the veste de pilote or i don't know pilote I don't know. I, I assume French just don't French people just don't say the last half of every word. But oui. it pretty you know, he's oui. pilot vest. Han Solo dons up literally dons a pilot vest. 
And then Oscar Isaac, Poe Dameron, Dance, Combination, Combination, De Vol, uh, which I'm assuming means flight suit. Oh, that's not what I thought that meant. Yeah. And then Vin Dance, Blusson, De Pilote, Pilote, I don't know, which with a shirt, a pilot shirt. So I'm like, who wrote the copy on this? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, like, you really need to be told. He's wearing a pilot vest. He's wearing a <laughs> light suit, and he's wearing a pilot shirt. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm going on break. I'm going on break. <laughs> the, the thing I find interesting. The one thing I find interesting about this is that it seems Le weird. Pause. <laughs> Go ahead. Mike. Seems seems interesting that that they got this concept over. It doesn't feel like something that Disney would release to the public. Or at least to a magazine to publish. Am, am I wrong there? I mean, or I mean, are we far enough along in the in the process now to market the movie that they they have officially released this stuff? Um, it's entirely uh, possible. Uh, I mean, this is if it's van if it truly is Vanity Fair, you know. I mean, it's, that's a reputable publication, so it, it doesn't feel like that they would go on steal this stuff and they're good know, scans it. too they're they're good scans yeah, they don't right. look like they've just been lifted out of like bad uh pictures that have been taken with a cell phone off a, a post board or something right like that. right so yeah. yeah i think it's feasible none of this stuff is uh surprising we've already seen han yep. solo yeah it's more or less what he's wearing we've yep. seen oscar isaac practically in this exact same pose in the yep. flight suit and Finn, I, I think we've seen this shirt before. Whether or not we've seen it in anything official or not, the I think him with that jacket on. I don't think we've seen that, but there has been some promotional stuff that's come out with, with him in that in those clothing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't look it's like in the showcase at Celebration. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your costume itself. Yeah, that's it's right. Flying off the Celebration. Yeah. So yeah, um, it, it's kind of it's you know it looks like a newspaper piece is really what it does. I mean. Right. Right. a newsprint piece and it's it's nice clean scan so it's worth looking at it's worth checking out i like that jacket han sporting yeah, it's the green cool, version man. it's the green version of the yellow jacket that luke wore kind of is it greened with age yeah right well, boys, yeah yeah well boys on the last cast we talked a little bit about um the toys coming out and and description huh? you know kind of you know Will we get some descriptions of, of characters and things like that? Well, um, and I, we may have touched on this maybe a couple of casts ago, uh, too, but uh, some biographic information has been leaked uh, for the Stormtrooper. I think this is coming off those uh, six-inch um, Comic-Con exclusives. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Stormtrooper. So someone mm-hmm. has actually lifted the description of that off of the box. So we've got a description of Shock Troopers. And uh, I'll read through this real quick and kind of see what you guys think about it. So, Shock Troopers, clad in white armor, first appeared on the galactic stage during the opening battles of the Clone Wars. Clone Trooper armor became iconic almost immediately. Its stark white design stood for hope that peace and stability might be restored to a galaxy at war. But this dream of peace died with the Republic, and the Empire that rose to take its place imposed order by any means necessary. Soldiers within the Grand Army of the Republic uh, were given a new name, Stormtroopers. 
as of as these former protectors of the galactic peace mercilessly crushed resistance across the galaxy their white armor came to symbolize oppression and indomitable power of the emperor's will yet the tyranny of imperial rule sparked rebellion and the stormtrooper legions were scattered in the aftermath of the emperor empire's fall now the rise of the first order ushers in the next chapter of the stormtroopers legacy as a new era of ruthless brutality begins Ooh. so yeah that we kind of get a little bit of a little bit of history two, there diagonally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the, the one takeaway from uh from this that i see is that um I thought it was interesting that they said, you know, after the emperor died, that the stormtrooper legions kind of just scattered in the aftermath. And yeah. and what we're seeing now, these new stormtroopers, it wasn't a carryover. Um, you know, a lot of us have theorized, had, you know, the empire existed all along, you know, between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah. This kind of seems to maybe suggests that possibly that wasn't the case that the the empire did fall apart after return of the Jedi. There was some kind of vacuum and void there. And then now, you know, the rise of this uh, new order is uh, putting the legions of stormtroopers back together. So, yeah, yeah, I don't, I didn't pull that from it when I initially read it, but I can see where you're getting it now that you've been out. Yeah. Possible. I don't know. But, uh, I I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to see more and more of this as those toys are released in, uh, uh, what September did you say, Garrett? Yeah, that's what so. I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't okay. know. What else is going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, episode seven, a family affair. Um, looks like we have. Um, oh, did you read through these ahead of time, Mike? I did. <laughs> I did. Making Star Wars .net is. <laughs> We had been talking about. I'm just trying to think about how to approach this because this has been so damn confusing. The whole the whole parentage thing with with um, the solo kids. You know, is Daisy Ridley a solo? Is Daisy yes. Ridley a Skywalker? No. Who knows? And uh, I don't know. This particular article makes it even more confusing, I guess, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, I don't know. They, they just keep um, going on with the um, with that whole debate and. Uh, what, the one thing I took out of it was that there's a source that um, that this uh, makingstarwars.net says has been a very reliable source. It was a source that um, had originally been one of the first to say that uh, you know the the sandy planet was not Tatooine, that it was Jakku and things like that. Is actually saying that she's not a solo, she's not a Skywalker. These they have no relation to any of the any of you know Leia or Luke. Bullcrap. So, yeah, I, I, that doesn't seem. <laughs> That doesn't seem right. I mean, you know, from especially Daisy Ridley's. Well, I think Daisy Ridley in art, uh, in interviews, and who was it? Probably it had to be po- uh, oh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, that they've been quoted in articles saying, you know, that it's a very family-oriented movie. You know, family-centered. So, you know, if if none of these main characters are related to, aren't related to uh, Solo or Skywalker, that just kind of seems to defeat that whole purpose, right. don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm reading the reading these. Look at these quotes, and I'm just going. I don't know that this tells me anything. And it really I, and does. Going, it just to me, it just kind of confused. I mean, and then I'm going. I don't know if I refuse to let it tell me anything. <laughs> like sure, maybe, I don't. maybe it's me internally going. No, yeah. It, it's it's hard to say. 
<laughs> well, I, I think it just kind of at, at the at the heart of all this, it just goes to show we really won't know until we see the movie. But and and just I don't know the the veras- the, the ferociousness, I guess, veracity of these rumors. <laughs> They're just all over the place. So um, I don't know. Even though they've got a lot of it right, it feels like you know, there's still simple things like that that I guess we're just not really going to know. And to be honest with you, I probably don't really want to know for sure until we see the movie. So. Right. So, uh, Star Wars Rebels season two. Um, oh yeah, we know about uh, that. we did. Vader, you know, Vader's back and Ahsoka, and it seems like there's going to be a showdown between them. But the big question is, are we going to see Obi Wan in that, season that's two? That's the big question. That's my question. Oh, that's my question to you. We saw him in episode one, uh, season one, episode one, hologram. as a hologram. So, but is this where they take? Is this where they take some liberty and, and kind of reintroduce him and, and maybe set the stage for like a movie or something? Hmm. Hmm. Nobody's talked oh. about Obi Wan in this season much, but uh, but there's people are starting to, to talk about it now. Um, now that we've we've had the you know the premiere episode and we've seen some big things, so what do you think the likelihood is that uh, that uh, Obi Wan pops up for at least a somewhat prominent you know episode? Um, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, Garrett? I'm gonna say no. Uh, I would say maybe if there's like a flashback, possibly. Maybe I'll give you a flashback. Okay, but, but that's not typically something they're doing yeah. in the Rebels. And if they yeah, do, Mike really is furious. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? Are we going to see no. Obi-Wan? No, no, I'm going to say no. I think they're going to leave that all behind. and yeah. Obi-Wan's hiding away, and that's it. I think he's done. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I just, well, I even if they do, I, I'm, I'm going to kind of think that that would be a mistake. I, I kind of... I think in the last cast, I said one of the things I like about Obi-Wan is just the mysteriousness. I mean, he disappeared and nobody really knows what he's doing or, you know, anything. I mean, he's just supposedly just keeping a quiet eye on Luke and that's it. Yeah. So I, I don't and know. That, that's kind of the way I like it. I can totally see him having a small role or maybe a distant role in something. But I, I don't think it happened in this season. We've already seen footage of like bringing back some of the clones that have aged and stuff like that. I think we got a lot of ground to cover this season without bringing in another primary right you know so uh i i yeah uh, plus he's not part of the rebellion what leia says in the recording right. you fought alongside my father in right. the clone wars in the clone wars right mm-hmm. meaning we have not heard or seen of you since then i so i have to right. tell you who i am right so i would think that his involvement if it ever happened should be incidental at best <laughs> right Right. Maybe he'll go undercover as that bounty hunter like he did in that, that, that series of episodes. <laughs> from the phone <laughs> yeah. It's going to hurt. I really, like, I really like that. I thought that was great. Maybe he'll do it again. I always get a little weird, a little weirded out when Star Wars starts doing like uh, genetic type things. I mean, the cloning is one thing, but then like, I'm going to rewrite my DNA. I'm like, there's no DNA in Star Wars <laughs> in my head. There's midichlorians. Yeah, I was going to say there's midichlorians. Well, but- I'm like, I'm, that's, when we, well, that's when I start going, okay, this is starting to feel too Star Trek. It's starting, and I start rocking back and forth and crying a little. You know, like the first time Jason Flo walked in a novel, I was like, no, don't mess with time. <laughs> Leave that to the Roddenberries. I, I uh, which I, again, I like Star Trek. I just don't like to mix it all together. And so, yeah, I, 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 
it was fun. It was fun when they did that. But even then, I I, I can't see yeah. I can't see Obi Wan really having a real involvement. Yeah, I, I yeah I, I think it would be a mistake personally, but I don't know. We'll see how it plays out it this would season. Be a personal so. mistake for Mike, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys, the last one I had here: uh, Disneyland is Disneyland planning a big Marvel and Star Wars makeover. Um, Disneyland's uh, innovations area at Tomorrowland closed earlier this year without a lot of explanation, and. Sounds like that there's some theories being uh, launched about that that's going to have a big makeover and uh, and uh, looks like Marvel and Star Wars might be taking a front and center role in that. And the thing oh. that stinks about that is I'll probably go to Disney World. Yes, right before they open this at Disneyland. Right, <laughs> and that really so, stinks. Right, yeah. So no, not be flying out anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, flying to California from here costs a lot more than flying to Florida. Sure does. Sure does. A lot more. <laughs> yes. It's almost like I don't know flying to Albuquerque from a different country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, our our friends on the on the West Coast uh, take note. You might be able to see some some cool new things uh, involving Star Wars here very soon. What do you want to yeah. see? What do you want to see? Spider Man. I- <laughs> <laughs> You're on a Star Wars <laughs> podcast, you bastard. Oh, I mean uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a costume. I mean, Boba Fett. I, yeah. I mean, what do they do? What kind of attraction would they make? I don't, I don't even know. I mean, what they have Star Tours, or at least had it down at. What Epcot Center is that where they had that? Uh, yeah. um, Star Tours was at Disneyland. Um, yeah. and oh, was it at Disneyland? Yeah, okay. and at Disney World, I don't know. I would assume it would have been at MGM Studios, which is now I think Hollywood Studios is what it's yeah. called. Yeah, it was at MGM Studios. Yeah, yeah, but I, I actually got to see. I, I went on Star Tours back in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at Disneyland, and remember just being absolutely that. Actually, to be honest with you. May be a large part of what sparked my super fandom. As a child, really? I love Star Wars like any other child. I don't yeah. love Star Wars like any other adult now. Right? I it's way worse. <laughs> uh, yep. And 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 I remember going on Star Tours and just being engrossed and 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 actually I actually had my first real like jerk nerd moment where I was like, "Who's this stupid droid that's flying this thing?" It's not even R two D two or something because it was like it was like generic droid number nine or something gotcha. like that. Right uh, back then, I think they've they've changed it uh, several times over since then. But but you know, at the same time, I still I was just like that was the coolest thing ever. I want to go on it again. The only time I went on Star Tours was at uh, Disneyland in Tokyo, and it had a whole different meaning for me there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really just a really high tech bathroom. It wasn't. Star Tours yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is a toilet. Okay. Yeah. One of the pictures they have on the link that uh, that will be on the show notes on the website betterkind.com uh, that that to this article it has the picture of all the Iron Man suits that I think they displayed at San Diego last year or the year before. Yeah, all the mocks. Yeah, yeah, all the different all the different uh, version suits, and that definitely would seem like an ideal place to display that kind of thing. Yeah, because hot dog, those things are pretty. But yeah. um, in terms so- of Star Wars, like I. I don't know what I would want, like what kind of interactive experience or something like that that would actually appeal to me. I'm not going to fly out that far just to look at costumes in glass cases like you. Oh yeah, right. The, you know, at the celebrations and uh, stuff I, like that. Right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it can't be museum. Yeah, heck, we're getting that 
with uh, George Lucas in Chicago, yeah, and, right? And, and so. they travel around with that stuff. Right. And right. so I was just trying to. So put what do they do? I mean, the 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 3D stuff's real popular right now. These big these 3D interactive, you know, type experiences. I mean, do they come up with something like that? Put I mean, you. They've in? already got like the Jedi training for the kids that you got your kids signed up for. Yeah. And and stuff like that. And I'm like, what can they do that would excite me as a 35 year old man child? Right. Did you say this is at the innovations? Portion? Yeah, it's the yeah the innovations oh. area in Tomorrowland apparently was closed oh. uh, earlier this oh, year. I see. And real, uh, uh, I ran out of innovations. Is. We've stopped it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They real lightsabers. That's yeah. what they got. Real lightsabers. Real, real lightsabers. They yeah. finally got them right. Yeah. You can build <laughs> and take your own real lightsaber. Fat and hoverboards, right? Hoverboards yep. and lightsabers. Yep. Finally. Well, for hoverboards, you got to go to Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to go over That's there right. for that business. <laughs> that was another highlight of that same trip, by the way. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I bring this up at every chance I possibly can. Uh, when we uh, we were pulling back on the little Universal Studios Hollywood tour, and uh, we were on a back lot, and it was very very quiet. And they were like, "We have to keep our voices down because they're filming." I think they were shooting Ghost Dad or Leonard Part Six or something. And Bill Cosby, who was as yet not vilified, uh, was like in the distance waving at us, and everybody went nuts, but had to stay quiet. And then we stayed really quiet, and we're driving back through, and this chick's like. The the she's giving the tour. She's like, I think we everybody stay quiet. I think okay, yeah, we're not shooting right now. Okay, and then she picked her voice <laughs> up, and we looked down this alleyway, and I'm seeing like this big courthouse with this black glass front and stuff like that. And she goes, actually, let's just go ahead and stop the tram. And they let us all off the tram, and we walked down an alley to a bar- a concrete barricade, and we are looking directly at the courthouse in the future Hill Valley 2015. Really, the cool. future nice. to of 2015. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we were just standing there, and there was not a not a single soul on set. But all the cars were sitting out, or a lot of yeah. them. And just I was just I was a huge Back to the Future nerd even then, yeah. and I about went weak at the knees. I was so blown away by That's that. That's awesome. <laughs> Must be nice to have Pinewood Studios over there. That's all I'm saying, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> so anyhow, and volume and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, are you? Are they gonna? Do they ever open anything like that up for tours and stuff, or do they just put it in a truck or a, a tanker and haul it all around the world? So, yeah, no, Pinewood, you, you can't get near it. No. To be honest, no, not especially not now that Star Wars is going on there. Right. Uh, well, I've heard that they've they've made it. It. and you can see some of the some of the lots. Yeah, like you can see the James Bond stage. You okay. know, it's got a big sign on the side. Uh, and you can see because they do all the underwater shots there as well. They've got uh, like the biggest water tank for filming. Oh, really? So some Titanic was shot there as well. Uh, uh, scenes in the water and stuff. Yeah. So hey, yeah, but you can't. No, unfortunately. No. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Actually, Pinewood has has made record record profits already this year. Yeah. Even some of these movies have have hit, and they're planning a big giant expansion of the campus. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I even heard somewhere because where they filmed the Harry Potter films over here, they've turned that into a, uh, you know, a tour where you really? they've got into the scenery and it's the actual studios. So you walk into the Great Hall. Yeah. And stuff in Harry Potter, and it's the actual hall. Wow! So yeah, I mean, if they open something like that, I would. Oh, I gotta admit, I, think, I always I assumed that the Great you. Hall was an actual hall somewhere. No, no, it's all. Uh, 
all the interiors were shot at, it wasn't L Street, I can't remember, Leavesden Studios, just on the outskirts of North London. Really? Yeah, shot there, and yeah, it's crazy, because you, you sort of sit in a cinema watching a preview film, and the screen goes up, and the doors of the actual Great Hall open, and you walk into it. Wow. And it, and at Christmas time, they decorate it all. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Like snow and everything. So Christmas trees and yeah, it's they've got all the tables laid out there and yeah, all props and replicas from the actual Harry Potter films. They have really they cool. have Filch uh, running around with his cat yelling at people. <laughs> yeah, well, he's yeah. he's too busy showing up in other media, murdering all the characters. You yeah, know. I was gonna say Lord <laughs> Frey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freaking phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you see with a violin, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Hosting red weddings, right? Yeah. I, did, yeah. <laughs> I did like him in that Doctor Who movie where he played the original Doctor. Did you guys catch that one? Uh, yeah, they did a they did a movie of that was actually about the starting of that show. It, you know, it was it was like not it was not Doctor Who. It was not an episode. It was a movie about when uh, the people who put the show together and he played the uh, the original Doctor, uh, the actor that portrayed the original Doctor. And I, he was he was very sweet in that. And I was like, oh good, oh good. I don't have to despise you. I've seen you in something <laughs> where you're rede- redeemable. <laughs> so that was nice. Speaking of redeemable, I think we should probably let the listeners go redeem their hearing and uh, and their we good senses. To, we need to cut Steve off, man. Yeah. Kept yeah, him up way too late tonight. He's got to get up in yeah. 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 5.18 and I've set my alarm for 6 a.m. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> have fun with that 10 minutes. Of That's the alarm that tells you to go to sleep, right? Yeah, sleep's going to evade me because I've got to take a bus ride up to London, which is a three-hour bus ride. So, well, hopefully, get some sleep on the bus. Think of it this way: the forty-two minutes between now and then is like nine hours in Canadian time. So, (laughs) everything will be perfectly fine. But how much is in pounds? (laughs) In the meantime, we're going to cut this one off just for that reason. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, of course, where uh, Mr. Potter is actually uh, keeping you quite up to date with the, uh, yeah, all the news, the rumors, the the toys, the everything. So follow us at FlyCasual1138. And then, of course, jump on Facebook and like our uh, our page there, uh, facebook.com slash FlyCasualPodcast, which, uh, which will also get some of that. And there's also uh, more in both places, uh, a lot of listener interaction and a lot of fans uh, getting involved. And we want you to be a part of that. And won't you please jump on your... Uh, on your wherever you get the podcast uh, and and give us a high rating and then coax your friends into doing it. We're trying to get to that hundred rate hundred ratings on iTunes. So I have no idea if this effort is completely fable or not, but we're going to keep going for it. So uh, and we'll uh, we'll do a, a, a special bit uh, in response if, if we get to that point. Did we have any parting shots they want to take? No, man. I think we. <laughs> <laughs> we murdered it we killed uh, it it's you dead. got it man you got it <laughs> right all right well fair enough i think that's fine that's a fine place to tie it off anyway hopefully next time we get back together there'll be more of us in the room together so we can actually kind of elbow each other and keep each other yeah, lively exactly so. i do want to i do want to thank uh steve for staying up late man and and being with us these last two weeks and uh, uh my pleasure my friend my we look pleasure. forward to having you back hopefully yeah yeah we look forward to having you back in the future yeah, uh, if you want me on there, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, just, just know that when you're on the bus trip, uh, 
tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure your wallet's in your back pocket because if you fall asleep, you always need to be sitting on the wallet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's never got anything in it, so it doesn't matter. Really. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. They're like highwaymen and cut purses there. Yeah. They saw those. <laughs> yeah, big turpin. <laughs> so, that was fine, folks. That's the voice of Mr. If I don't have an excuse to hit it at least once every episode, I get we sad. Yeah. yeah. And of yeah. course, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Farewell, my friends. Yes, lovely. And Garrick. Toads in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how far in advance you plan that stuff. I really don't. It could be spur of the moment. I would have no idea. I wouldn't know either way. Uh, But it's been great having you guys along for another episode of Fly Casual. Hopefully next time, uh, Mr. Stephen J. Howie will see to grace us with his presence. So, uh, but we are jelly. Jelly.